When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, well, well. What do we have here? Little bit sneaky, Rishi, if I'm going to be honest. Sneaking out your tax return, just as Boris Johnson, your old boss, who obviously appointed you originally as Chancellor Exchequer, is having a public meltdown as he tried to lie his way... Oh, sorry. No, he didn't lie. He claimed he didn't lie because of his defence that he's the world's stupidest man. Um, I say it's sneaky. It's just the fact that you decided that that was the best possible moment to release your tax return. It's just you had months to release it. I don't know how I'm addressing this person to Rishi Sinak. I doubt he's a regular subscriber, but we'll... We'll carry on doing the bit, shall we? You did promise that you'd release your tax return last July-ish, I think. It was during the summer, during your first leadership bid when you lost to Liz Truss, which was a bit embarrassing. Um, You got your second bite of the cherry, though, after she crashed the British economy. Then you kept claiming that you'd release it by Christmas, which you didn't do. I was keeping a little beady eye on your tax return, which did appear. Um, and then you kept saying it's coming soon, or I'll release it soon, it's coming soon. And then weirdly, coincidentally, you decided that the time had finally come during the biggest domestic political event of the year. Now, should Boris Johnson's public meltdown be the biggest political event of the year? Probably not, but it was. And it's obviously consuming all of the media's attention. So you managed to completely smother any proper scrutiny of your tax return because you knew perfectly well that all the coverage would be about your former boss, who you actually do owe your political career to, though you did manage to, I suppose, quite, quite, quite cleverly, not as a clever, but you brutally sever your links with him. But nonetheless, as he was drowning in his lies, his dishonesty and just general odiousness, you released that tax return, which you promised you'd release many, many months ago. Right, let's just stop talking to Rishi Sunak, because I doubt he's, he's paying much attention, to be fair. Um, so these are the facts. Rishi Sunak is the richest MP, not just the richest MP. He's actually twice as rich as the king himself, uh, his family fortune, that is, mostly thanks to his wife. Um, he owns multiple properties, including a grade two listed manor with a private lake and a newly built heated swimming pool. It's right for some, isn't it? Um, a heated swimming pool, which takes up such a huge amount of energy that he's actually had to pay for the local electricity network to be upgraded. Now, his tax return also reveals he's a rich man on his own account. And it shows he's made around 5 million big ones over the last three years, uh, mostly thanks to gains from his US investment fund. Well over, that altogether is well over 10 times as much as he got from his ministerial and parliamentary uh, salaries, uh, which already would put him in the top easily 1% of earners in the country. What they reveal is he's on an effective tax return of 22%. That's the effective tax return you'd expect a nurse to pay not a very rich man. Uh, that is, when I talk about nurses, one of the nurses who, I think we do need to emphasise, helped carry this country through its worst catastrophe since the fall of Adolf Hitler, who then got clobbered with real terms pay cuts, thanks to the policies that Rishi Sunak imposed and previously voted for. Now, this guy, let's remember, 
worth remembering, he's a member, of course, of the Conservative Party, a party which likes to go on about patriotism and loving your country and portraying anyone who wants to make their country better for the actual people who live in the country um, as people who hate their own country. Anyway, he had a green card in the US. That's patriotism, eh? God save the king. And uh, his wife saved millions by claiming non-dom status while Sunak was chancellor. Well, now, according uh, to Guardian analysis, Sunak has managed to save more than £300,000 in tax, all thanks to a tax cut for people like himself, who he vote, which he voted for back in 2016. Now, if you hold investments, you pay about half the rate in tax as someone does on PAYE. Why is that fair? So what, what we're talking about is returns from investment or money you make from investment are taxed at half the amount as money you make from actual work. Investments in terms of not actually doing anything, just sitting there. People like Rishi Sunak, who just happen to be rich and therefore have investments. Well, the tax on those investments are half as much as you pay because of your work. That's how the system works. Important to be non-partisan here, capital gains tax and income tax rates used to be the same until the late 90s when the new Labour government actually slashed capital gains tax. Just to underline why we don't want a rerun of new Labour, people are like, oh, stop moaning about Keir Starmer, oh, please, oh, oh, please. Well, you see, I've watched this film before and I saw what happened and it's things like halving, you, you know, the amount you... you or, or meaning you pay a lot less investment than income thanks to new labour. I mean, come on. Was that a good idea? To their credit, in their dying days in office, they put it up again with a top rate of 28%. But then in 2016, the Tories cut the top rate down to 20%. The ba on the basis that encouraged business investment, just to make make that very clear, that did not work. Um, invest Business investment didn't go up as a well, in any meaningful sense. Same with corporation tax cuts. I mean, the, the Tories kept slashing corporation tax, saying, oh, it'll increase business investment, increase business investment. It didn't. It just meant companies sitting on a, on a whole load of money. Even Rishi Sunak then conceded the cuts in corporation tax did not make that investment go up, which is why he's now increasing corporation tax. Now, anyway, Sunak made the case for cutting capital gains tax back in 2016, but he didn't say he'd personally benefit. Personally, I think that should be the law. I think politicians should have to be forced to declare whether they'd personally benefit from policies and that there should be a parliamentary agency which makes it clear how much, based on their tax returns, they're likely to make for, from the policies that they vote for. I think that's pretty... I think... What do you think? Transparent? I think that would actually be good for our democracy. Now... This is just one example that sums up the inequities of the tax system. So according to research by the London School of Economics, a quarter of people earning £1 million in taxable income and gains paid less than 30% tax, while one in 10 of them just paid 11%, which is the same tax rate you'd expect someone earning fifteen grand a year, not a million pounds a year. Then, of course, there's the question of wealth taxes. The richest 1% in the UK hold more wealth than 70% of Britons. The richest 1% of uh, households have fortunes of at least 3.6 million, with the poorest 10% having just £15,400 or less. But we don't have a wealth tax in this country. This is why people should listen to Gary Stevenson, who I've had on this channel. He's a brilliant uh, former um, city trader who made a packet from betting... Um, that because of the massive inequality in society, we wouldn't have a recovery from the financial crisis um, or proper recovery. And that's how he made his millions. Um, on the basis that when ordinary people receive money, they spend it. So low-paid people, they get 
money in their pockets, they stimulate the economy, whilst if you cut taxes for rich people like Rishi Sunak, they tend to save it. So what that means is you promote the concentration of wealth amongst a select few at the expense of everybody else and their living standards. So if working class people don't have the money to spend, they won't. Um, and as they're plunging into debt just to cover their family's cost of living, consumer demand is sucked out of an economy which is based on consumer demand. Um, so the the disastrous state of the economy has so much to do with cutting taxes on rich people. What do rich people do? They go, they don't spend it. They they put it in property, for example, which inflates property prices to the detriment of the rest of society. This just sums up the the tax cut Rishi Sunak gave to himself a broken and equal society, which has suppressed the living standards of working people who were projected to be worse off in 2026 than they were in 2008, but has meant boom time for the rich. There are more billionaires in Britain than ever um, and meant that people like Rishi Sunak make a packet. I mean, he's literally making millions. I mean, he's just doing... I don't know why he's even bothering being prime minister and probably just for a bit of a laugh until he probably gets defeated next year or the year after in a general election. Um, but it does sum up a broken model, you know, the fact that you get a rich politician who's given himself a massive tax cut, but the fact that we've slashed taxes, well, I haven't, but they have, they've slashed taxes on the rich on the basis of I mean, lots of growth. Well, actually, British economic growth is much lower than it was in the post-war period when you had nationalisation, high taxes on the rich, uh, strong trade unions and strong intervention in the economy. Uh, since the neoliberal Thatcherite experiment, growth has been lower on average, a lot lower on average than, say, the 60s. And the the less growth has been more less unequally, uh, sorry, less equally distributed. So the less growth we produce gets sucked into the bank accounts of a tiny few, whilst the income stagnate for the majority. Is that a good system? I don't think so, guys. I don't think it's working out very well. Well, it's working. It's working out well for Rishi Sunak, as long as he's happy. I'm sure he is, um, because even if he gets smashed in the general election, quite literally laughing all the way to the bank, he is absolutely minted whilst imposing policies on ordinary people which are going to make them sink ever further into insecurity, misery and hardship. What a lovely society the Conservatives have built. Anyway, on that cheery note, I need to do more cheery. We'll go and get them, guys. But, you know, just wanted to vent about this. Please like, subscribe and do support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.